Well, hey everyone, and uh, welcome tonight to day number nine of our Countdown to Easter uh, daily devotional. Uh, glad to, to be with you, and uh, I have discovered that a number of people, uh, they watch this later on on our Facebook page, uh, so that's good as well. And remember, uh, if you're sharing this video, that people do not need a Facebook account to watch our stuff uh, on our Facebook page at City Point Quebec. Uh, I also post these videos on our website at citypointchurch.ca. I hope you're enjoying these things, and I hope you're watching because somebody is going to win a brand new iPad on Easter Sunday uh, if they get into this stuff. Um, stuff if they get into the Easter story. Uh, in a you know, fairly consistent way, uh, you're going to win. We've been working on the technology for the quiz, and it's really neat. Uh, already existing um, tech that we're going to use, so all you're going to need to, to play the quiz on Easter Sunday is an Internet connection. That's all. It'll work on a phone. It'll work on a computer. It'll work on a tablet. So it's going to be a lot of, uh, lot of fun, something positive to think about. And uh, so I hope you had a good day uh, today, even in all of the uh, all of the things that are going on in our world and in our even in our culture here in Quebec right now. So uh, we're going to look tonight at um, at a kind of a, a little depressing story, I suppose, uh, but it's a very well known story. And this is about uh, Judas. We've been looking at the arrest of Jesus. We've been looking at the betrayal of Jesus. And this is um, going to look at uh, Judas and what happens to him. So you will only find this detail in uh, Matthew's Gospel in Matthew chapter 27. And it's right after Peter's denials of Jesus, and I think it's very fitting that it is. You see in Matthew 26, uh, immediately a rooster crowed, and then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he, that's Peter, went outside and wept bitterly. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. There were several trials that Jesus under uh, had to undergo, uh, traditionally thought of Thursday night into early Friday morning, and uh, they came to uh, a, a death sentence on, um, on uh, the life of Jesus. They bound him and led him away and handed him over to Pontius Pilate, the governor, because the Jews did not legally have the right to publicly execute anyone, they went to the Romans in order to do so. Verse 3, when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 silver coins. We've talked about those coins to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied, that's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. And then he went away and hanged himself. Now, it's the most famous suicide in the Bible, for sure. 
Uh, but there is a part to this narrative that I want you to look at. And this is verse 3. He was seized with remorse uh, when he saw that Jesus was condemned. It is a curious passage of Scripture. What was Judas's intention in facilitating the arrest of Jesus then? If he did not want Jesus to be condemned and sentenced to the death penalty, what was his intention in facilitating the arrest? Why did he, why did he go to the chief priests and say, what will you give me if I hand him over to you? What was he thinking? And scholars have wrestled with this question, but it's pretty fair to say that his intention probably was not to see what's transpired here. It was probably not to see Jesus executed. Many think that his intention in trying to facilitate the arrest was, number one, he was greedy and he wanted some money. It's about a month, months and a half, month and a half wages there in that time. Uh, but number two, perhaps Judas wanted to trigger uh, a revolt with Jesus as the leader and cause some kind of uprising uh, right around the time of Passover, exactly at the time of Passover, with Jesus as the leader. And he figured maybe he could trigger this revolt by having uh, uh, Jesus arrested. Maybe that would trip the, 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 the trigger and, and cause some kind of revolt against Rome. It's a possibility, but regardless, he is seized with remorse. And that remorse causes him to take his own life. Now, contrast this with Peter. And Peter is mentioned just a few verses before. And Peter went outside and wept bitterly. So Peter felt remorseful. Judas felt remorseful. And yet you see Judas's life goes in one direction and Peter's life goes in another direction. Why? And there's a very powerful lesson here, and that is the lesson of repentance. So there's a big difference between being seized with remorse for sin and then being moved to repentance because of sin. And re remorse will only get you so far, uh, but you've got to make it to the place of repentance if you really want to deal with your sin in a proper and a godly fashion, okay? And so Judas does not do that. He is seized with remorse, and that remorse leads him to make the choice to take his own life. Somewhere along the line, Peter, behind the scenes, somewhere, it's not really written in, in the Gospels, but somewhere along the line, Peter must have had some kind of a, of a moment where he was willing to pick up the pieces, where he was willing to 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 move on with with life where he maybe he had some private moment with God where he confessed we we simply don't know but we do see that when Jesus uh uh is resurrected from the dead he he has that conversation with Peter that we've already uh talked about and he he says to Peter do you love me do you love me and three times he asks him in accordance with the three denials that Peter uh, did uh, against Jesus. And um, even before uh, Peter's denial, Jesus predicted that Peter would deny him. Uh, Jesus said that Simon has, uh, Satan has asked to sift you, Simon, as wheat. 
uh, but I have prayed for you. And when you return, strengthen your brothers. So there's a moment when remorse and regret develops to a place of repentance. And repentance is a change of heart. Repentance is you look at your sin differently. It's not something that you that you like. Maybe you used to like it, but now it's something that you dislike. In fact, it's something that you hate. It's something that you turn from. So a person can have remorse for action. A person can have regret for action. But when a person repents, they turn from their sin, from like to dislike, from love to hate, and they do not want to sin anymore. And then confession to God is when we go to God and we say, not only do we not like our sin, God, we know that you don't like it either. And we confess our sin to him and say, God, your way is right. Our way is wrong. And I confess and I ask uh, uh, your forgiveness for my sin. And that's something we should be doing on a daily basis because the truth be told, we do sin, most of us, on a daily basis, okay? So it's a, it's a powerful but subtle lesson in the scripture and very timely for today because God has the world's attention. I mean, you talk about a moment where people can start thinking about what's really important and start reprioritizing life and start repenting and turning from certain things in their lives. It is now God has the world and and uh, he has our attention. So I don't know what he's speaking to you about tonight, uh, but I'm sure he is speaking. And uh, so get to that place of repentance. Uh, it is a very, very healthy place to be because God is willing and able. Uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. First John chapter one, verse nine. So uh, God bless you tonight uh, and keep tracking with us. Tomorrow is day number 10. And uh, I will be sending out, for those of you who are part of our electronic list, an invitation to our next uh, Zoom meeting, which will be on Sunday afternoon. We'll have a time just of connection, see how everybody is doing, and a time of prayer together. And uh, join us as well on Facebook Live at 11 on Sunday morning for our service. We're continuing our series, Jesus Said What? And we're going to talk about the statement, I am am and the significance the outrageous claim uh, of jesus when he said those words god bless you have a great night everyone